is February 19th, 2021, and the Occupied United States is our fight for freedom continues. We have a special transmission for our friends out there in the Occupied Zone, right after these personal messages. A rat in the kitchen is worth two in the barn. A rat in the kitchen is worth two in the barn. The neighbor is making an apple pie. The neighbor is making an apple pie. We're always one day close to victory, patriots. Welcome to Central Command. Good to be back with you. This is Lee and Nick with Central Command Report, broadcasting from the communist-occupied territory of America. We've got another weekly intel report ready for you guys, where we've gathered up all the best news and the best updates, and we're going to go over it, have a couple laughs, and have some good times. Glad to have all the listeners back with us. Uh, If you've been keeping up with the website, you already know what's going on, and we're going to cover all the links that or associated with centralcommandreport.com, where you can find the uh, all all the stuff that we're talking about here today and as reference material. Nick, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. Do I uh, do I plug the socks so I win our bet now, or do I plug the socks later? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's okay. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, me and Nick got. A, uh, never mind. You know what? That's a little inside baseball. We'll save that. I'm keeping that under the hat because I don't. I think that's cheating. If if you make it a, a publicly known. All right. So what's what? There was no terms. There was no terms set in the bet, sir. No, there's not. You're like a lawyer. It's ridiculous. All right. What do we do? What tell tell the people? Tell the right, good so, people. So we have a new announcement for Central Command Report. Com. The uh, the one and only way you can currently financially support us, because let's face it, nobody will actually allow us to use them as a payment platform, um, is through our merch store, which is now available off of the menu. Um, there are custom everyman socks available on there for $15 renos. Yes, I know that's expensive for a pair of socks. Costs us $10 to make them, so we're making a $5 profit. Wait, you did you just the call them everyman socks? Yeah, they're everyman socks. What's the, the difference? Sock- what other kind of socks are there? Well, no, these are socks for the everyman. Oh, okay. As so opposed others, to like broke guy so- or yeah, rich man socks? Yeah, rich man socks, broke guy socks, uh, elitist socks. No, these yeah. are everyman socks. These are socks for the everyman. I think okay. it's important. Well, you know, I'm going to have to try some of those out. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll buy some everyman socks and uh, go even broker trying to keep this ship afloat. But there's some shirts, there's some hoodies. Thought we'd throw it up for the fans. If anybody wants to rep the logo, rep the brand, um, we'll be designing some more, you know, stickers and other fun things to go on there too. And probably placing more bets on those. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Lee thinks all of our listeners hate socks. I don't understand. Nick, over here, I think our listeners love socks. We'll see. Oh, man, that's fake news. You're starting right out with fake news. It's not even this three minutes and eight seconds in. Fake news. Uh, we're not doing good. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, you know what? We have to start this week, and we have to, and I know this is a bit of a big rewind with getting into the news this week, as, uh, but because it came through, I think this was coming through on Saturday, was the failed impeachment effort. So we yeah, we recorded on Friday and on and then the next day they uh the fake impeachment fell apart. Yep. It well and it fell apart too because they started saying, What did Pelosi know about the events of January sixth? What did Pelosi communicate with the Capitol Police on January third, fourth, and fifth? What did uh, uh what's her name? Uh, Muriel Bowser communicate with the net with the Capitol Police on January third, fourth, and fifth? And it was like, Okay, maybe we maybe we shouldn't talk about it. I know this, it's guys. like, man, you know what that all that made me think was like, where is that laptop? Who has that laptop? Where is the laptop and and where are the phone records? Because what it's seeming to look like is not only did the Trump admin and the defense secretary offer the National Guard, they offered it multiple times. And the Capitol Police even came out and said, like, hey, uh, did you did you need us? Like, we could provide more 
like we can get more people. They said, oh, no, 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 that's that's unnecessary. We don't need that. And then I know you were, you were watching the live stream and stuff um, of, as it was going down. The police just let them all go in. And so it's like, okay, so you, so the left and staged everything that happened on the sixth was a false flag is what it appears to be. Um, and it, and again, it looks like they wanted it to be, we talked about this last week, they wanted it to be way worse and they didn't get that. Yeah, I think, and it, it, man, you just, you know, I've, I've said it so many times, but I just wish I had a key logger. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I was a fly on the wall. I wish there was I some way I, you could just have that inside baseball. Somebody knows. Somebody, uh, somebody who's on our side knows, and I, I and I. What's interesting is I don't think this is going to go away because of how, as as usual, the the left's biggest weakness is their hubris. The hubris is the thing that gets them every single time. It's what got Clinton in twenty sixteen. It's what got um. It's what made the first impeachment fail. It's what made the second impeachment fail. They they get so full of themselves that they overplay their hand. This is like nine eleven. This is worse than Pearl Harbor. They beat a a, a a police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. And and then it's like okay, no, none of that. Hey, none of that's true. A and then B. You people staged this slash slash overhyped it for your political adv- advantages, and you pissed off your entire base because you're focusing on getting the orange ban rather than passing your China virus relief. So, th- th- I think we're actually are, are are we winning when we're losing? Is that how this works? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It does. I I've been seeing a lot of that, and I even kind of felt that recently. Um, even and it, it's funny, you know, to to have that duality happening. It's, mentally for myself mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. where i'm i'm like man i these these pieces of shit they stole everything and they're trying to collapse us and take us down you know hold our hand and walk us right down the left-handed path you know toward communism but um i couldn't help but in that moment go in in, in my head still winning you know still, like yeah. still winning you cannot even when you were you cheated us and we're losing we're winning how does it feel how does it feel well, and, and it's not only that, like we're winning the the war against the left, we're winning the war against the the corruptness of the right. Um, like people are pissed at McConnell, people are pissed at uh, uh, what's what's uh crap. I just forgot her name. Um, uh, Wyoming senator who got censored. Um, oh yeah, Cheney. Uh, Cheney, thank you. Good lord, I can't believe I forgot that. Um, uh, yeah, they censored Cheney. I mean, it's the the. I'm telling you what's going to end up coming out from all this. If we, if we survive is a, um, a hopefully uh, a unition between the far right and the far or the populist right and the populist left against the corruptness in the middle. Um, and they'll be destroyed. And then we can just, we can fight each other like, uh, like siblings again. Well, you know, they took down one of the, um, one of the, one of the pillars of the conservative community this week and and it was a big one. This was a big win for them. It was the son of Zeus, Hercules. They canceled Hercules, man. Whoa, I missed this. Yeah, USA oh. Network Hercules. And as and if everybody anybody who doesn't know, we got some great conservatives, and a lot of them are like these, you know, who are still willing to stick their necks out for us and stand up for America. Are these guys that were like maybe a little bit lower tier, B tier, C tier, D tier actors? Because they're never they'll never let them into the A tier if they support yeah. America. And, you know, it, it's being a conservative in America. Yeah, there's a very few that actually get to enjoy their career as a conservative. And it's and now it's it doesn't matter. You know, they try and posthumously cancel you even after you're dead and change. You know, the weather outside is frightful. It's, you just can't have anything. Right. But um, good old Kevin Sorbo. He had a great Twitter account. He's right up there with Rob Schneider, you know, um, doing some really good work for the people and had his, you know, and, and standing up. It, 
pretty snarky, pretty witty. I, I wouldn't have thought a- after watching him on like Andromeda, the Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, which was it's a great sci-fi with Kevin Sorbo, the great Gene Roddenberry of Star Trek, and uh, and of course Hercules, you know, and uh, pa- partnered up when they ran alongside the Xena warrior princess mm-hmm. with Lucy Lawless and all that, like super good, you know, TV. That's like that Walker, Texas Ranger type TV. Yeah. It's not a list television or nothing, but they generally got good morals. It's a lot of fun and you know, whatever, but they did, they came for, they came for our boy. And you think that you could take out the son of Zeus and you can stop us. You can, mm-hmm. you can't do it. What's, he, what's funny Parler's about they... back up and I'll bet he's going to be on parlor. Now parlor's back. Oh, we got to talk about parlor. You and I haven't talked about this actually. No, we, we have. Should we talk about it? I think parlor's a honeypot, bro. Yeah. I think parlor. I was, I was well, playing I with it know. after Whoa, you texted me and said, Hey, let's check out parlor. Let's see what's going on. It's back up. I started digging at it. Um, so here, here's my, here's the, what's your, your technical advice of the week. Um, before, if, if a website has gone some major change, like such as parlor has done, what you need to do when you attempt to log in is you need to first enter an incorrect, a known incorrect password. So just type in the word password. And if the word password is your password, uh, I'm sorry, please don't do that. Um, but, but anyway, you type in an incorrect, a known incorrect password. And if it lets you log in, it's a honeypot. Um, or if you, um, type in a correct password and, and it doesn't let you log in, probably a honeypot. So I have all my passwords saved. I entered a, um, an in- a known incorrect password and it actually flashed the screen to our account before telling me it was incorrect. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I saw our logo. I saw our brand. I saw our account. And then it said incorrect password. Uh, that is, oh, you don't think that's an epic server system issue? No, no, because because if it was a caching issue, or we wouldn't see a caching issue, right? Their server got nuked. It wasn't Amazon. It got nuked. It doesn't exist anymore. There is no cache. There is no anything. I got to play with it a little bit more. Um, oh, and I still haven't got, like, I was like, okay, well, let's, then, then right, the other way to also ensure your security on a potential honeypot site is just, just try to reset your password, and um, then they're not actually getting your real password off of anything when you enter a now new password, if mm-hmm. you don't reuse your passwords. Um, and I sent the reset and I said, Hey, let me reset. I've done it three times. Now, Lee, I have not got a single password reset email. Well, it's official. We're so hardcore. We're so conservative. We've been canceled from parlor. Well, and parlor, uh, um, that's the breaking news here. I don't know all the details, but the new parlor, I guess, actually is censoring people. There was something about. Um, yeah, it, it was. There's been a lot of spin and a lot of propaganda, right? Because surrounding the exit yeah, of the CEO. And they tried to say that, oh, well, the reason we exited him is because he was actually kind of doomsaying and he was trying to, you know, um, actually set things in motion to do more censorship on parlor the board didn't want him there and they were going to kick him off and and uh, because he was he was actually kind of uh, what would i do do that all that media yeah, so he was on as many shows as he could get on releasing as much press as he could saying it's all over you know it's just they pretty much got us and then he was going to do a mea culpa he was going to try to go ahead and um say we'll go ahead we're going to censor apparently that's what he was telling the board and then the board um didn't like the direction he wanted to take it by, uh, but then, but then, and I thought this was interesting. And so here's where I'll kind of go with you on this, that there's some weird stuff going on on parlor mm-hmm. is um, yes. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, for those of you who don't know, he's a super outspoken uh, gay conservative. He was on the public education, you know, what I should say, the collegiate education lecture circuit mm-hmm. uh, years ago when Trump was just building, building, and he was one of the first to get canceled. And he was, it, it was, it was, they really wanted to take him down because, of, like, a fl- basically a flaming, you know, gay, um, uh, open, openly gay conservative. He's, to be clear, they, for people who don't know, he is really gay. 
like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah really, he is really gay. But you know, he but he was a he was a great proponent of free speech and of conservatism. And they don't they didn't like that they had they you know they didn't like what he but you represented. You can't be a gay conservative. Yeah, just not allowed. You can't be a gay conservative, black conservative. You must be a white male. Is the only the only possible conservative is a white straight male. And so Milo, like, kind of, in my opinion, he was stress testing the network a little bit. And so he was posting mm. some stuff that was kind of, that was like, uh, you know, basically let's, let's go gay bashing and, you know, some violent type of rhetoric, you know, but oh. and I, I think his intention was to keep upping the rhetoric on the new parlor to see, to Find stress the test the, the, uh, what would you call it? The speech control mechanisms mm. that they were going to employ. And sure enough, he met the threshold and he was canceled. And, you know, and he was shut down. Yeah. You, you know, you, you can argue whatever you want about um, that, that, that his content and say, you know, that he crossed the line or this or that or whatever. But I, I think st- as we see more people on this uh, who are, you know, conservatives maybe performing and I'm assuming I don't know exactly what he was doing, but I'm assuming that's what he was doing. Stress testing the network. We're, we'll see. And maybe the only place, you know, left for him will be Gab or something. Andrew Torba is is a great proponent of free speech and but i know i know he's not going to let milo go over there and you know go ahead and talk about hey guys let's all go out and smash some queer brains in or whatever the heck he was saying he was he was really amping it up man and so but um maybe that was just his way of trying to say hey the i i have some inside baseball on this i don't think these guys are what they were before they got shut down and i want to make that i'm going to do a publicity stunt we'll see we'll see there's two sides of the coin that really are bugging me, right? So there's some of the weirdness with some of the Milo stuff, some of the digital things I was seeing. Uh, but also, I, I and I don't, I know everybody doesn't agree with me on this. I actually really trust Dan Bongino. I've been listening to him for a while. He's heavily involved with Parlor. He's still endorsing Parlor. He's said some things that's pretty much okay. Yeah, Bongino has a lot of inside baseball on Parlor. He knew everything that was happening. Well, with he's the heavily CEO invested before it happened. Yeah, okay. he's a part owner. Yeah, so he he put money. He's the kind of guy who puts money where his mouth is. He put a, I don't know the dollar amounts, but he bought into Parlor, um, and that was the reason why it got big. Basically, was he bought into Parlor, was showing it on his show. I mean, dude, he's like the the third or fourth largest Facebook page is Dan Bongino's page. Um, like the guy has a really wide stretch, and uh, his thing is you know, anti-tech tyranny. That's one of his big, his big things. And he's trust parlor, which gives me some confidence in some things. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But man, it's still a little sketchy, still a little weird. They changed their logo when they changed their website, which is also a horrible idea. If you want people to come back to your website after all these changes, make as few changes as possible guys. Um, but the thing that would solve all these, all these social media censorship problems, in my opinion, it would solve both the concerns of people who don't want to see, you know, hateful content or bad content or, information or whatever is is user controlled content filters the user should be the one deciding if a content filter is on or off and what that counter content filter uh, uh filters yeah um instead of an ad, instead of an administrator if i'm gonna post crazy you know like if i'm gonna post gay bashing shit and you don't want to see it great filter out my content don't look at my content but if you don't care or you want to see that for whatever reason, whatever the content is, then you shouldn't have that taken away from you. You should have the right to filter if you want to filter. Personally, for me, I don't like a filtered dinner. I like to see everything. Um, and I think the user should be able to make that determination for themselves. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. And, you know, maybe the, the advent of things like the, you know, basically the blockchain internet. Yeah. And it, because there's a lot of people working on that. And for those of you that aren't, 
you know, way into the cryptoverse and and what the what that means. A lot of people just know, well, Bitcoin. Well, there's actually, you know, there's a lot of really interesting projects happening in the crypto space, and it's not all about currency creation. Some of it's a bit just about decentralized storage and decentralized internet. And you know, maybe you've heard of the Tor browser, something similar to that kind of experience, where it's it starts like an intranet, but it's basically a, a completely encrypted cloud-based internet service and you can build a platform on that and there's some great companies doing work there and that's probably the only way to have an uh, a uh, to to just like they want to do with fiat take all of the centralization and control out of these few major entities that want to bottleneck everything through them and control all of us well, we're so already we'll- starting to see that on the internet is we're going we're we're already starting and i you and i were talking about this in december they are already starting to see us going back to a less centralized internet right um, where, where sites, you know, sites like ours, whether it's a news aggregation site, sites like blog sites, sites like patriots.win, um, alternative social media, where people are leaving these places that are the, where they're being censored at, because even now they're going after the moderates, they're going after the moderates, they're going after libertarians, they're going after the, the, you know, barely lean into the left types. Um, oh, you know what? Speaking of, uh, self cannibalizing leftists, this is a great segue <laughs> into the, into the Cuomo news this week. Oh yeah, perfect. Cuomo's the uh, <laughs> the man who was going to receive an Emmy is now probably going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What is that? I mean, did you think what like four months ago? Do you think he's actually like such a Jersey Shore, you know, roided up, um, nipple pierced, sex club elitist j- moron that he actually believed his own hype? And that he was such, he, he was like the oh, savior. No, he believed it. They said he was yeah. the answer to COVID while Trump was mm-hmm. killing the nation. And he was the, you know, he is basically, what didn't they call him like um, Trump? He's basically become the de facto president. No, yeah, that's what they were doing. They tried to uh, they tried to structure his his press conferences as like presidential press conferences. If you watched him, he had like Trump's Rose Garden conferences that he was doing at the time. Yeah, Yeah. and for a while they would like air them at the same time, or they would like try to do one after the other. And then like Trump would change the schedule on a lot. It was kind of a fun little battle to watch there for a bit. But yeah, they kept posturing him as like. For me, I was like, oh shit, they're going to run him in 2024. He's going to be their guy. Like that's that's what I thought too. But no, here's what's happened. Here's what I think's happened. You got a couple different types of Democrats or a couple different types of leftists. You get, or let's say this, you got a couple t- different types of representatives from the uniparty, right? You got, you got the, the, the corrupt conservatives, the Mitch McConnell's, the Lindsey Graham's, the, um, uh, you know, those, those pieces of shit. You got the, the Chinese Democrats, the China Dems, you got, you know, the Bidens, the, the Swalwells or Swallows Wells or whatever you want to call the guy, the Diane Feinstein's, the, uh, Maisie Hirono's of the world. But then you have just like the old school, you know, the the corrupt more mafia mobster dems the the cuomos of the world the um the less of the the less communist and the more just leftist uh generalized leftist corruption for lack of a better word and i think what's happening right now is the china dems are taking the party over and cuomo is one of the the last vestiges of the non-china dems so they got to take him out and so what you're going to see i think is well, the we also found next- out this week about the pelosi crime family connection yep. i mean you and i have known about that but they really did a big huge like mainstream hit piece yeah. on her uh child rapist brother and her career criminal uh, mafia tied father and that's the kind of stuff i think you're going to see now is what's going to happen is all of the dems who do not fall into the china line are going to have First, it'll be a threatening hit piece. Probably that's what the Pelosi story is, is the threat. It's like, hey, we know all this shit. We'll release all this shit. We'll keep talking about it. If you don't fall in line, you don't do what we say. Uh, But then you'll see the big Cuomo hit. I bet you Cuomo refused to fall in line. And I guarantee you what you're going to see now is Cuomo 
if he, I don't know if he's eligible to run for governor again or not. If he is eligible again, he's going to get primaried by a socialist. If he's not, a socialist will win the Democratic primary and be the governor of New York. I know it's it's like the the Wheeler thing, right? They it, the people think that there's going to be a conservative that that's going to come and rescue their town from this 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 tyrannical idiot. And nope, all they do is they actually bring in like the head of the Chaz, you know, zone. the chick the chick with fucking Mao's picture on her skirt, dude. Yeah, right. right. Oh, I guess ch- sorry. Like, I oh no, the only person that rose up through the ranks to take the place is like, what are you talking about? With all the people in this city, with all the people in this state, this is the only other choice we Little have is hair. communist A or communist B. That's it. So okay, uniparty tyranny all the way. Let's go. Yep, and that's what and that's what they're doing. I mean, it's good. You're going to see the changing of the guard from the the regular corporate evil corrupt Democrats to the China corrupt Democrats, and it's just. I think Cuomo is China Crats. China Crats. Oh, yeah. I was using Commie Crats. I think I'm going to have to use China China. Crats. You just coined a good term. Yep. Well. It was a joint effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want royalties on that. Yep, 20, 25 cents every time I somebody says th- China. There at the moment of inception, I'm now a shareholder. Yeah, and that's I think that's what we're witnessing here. And I mean, it's clear that obviously, obviously Biden's a China crat. Obviously, Harris is a China crat. Pelosi, uh, maybe she's having some second thoughts. I don't know. Maybe I, if well, she can. She can't have that many thoughts. It's it's a little rough. I mean, the, when you're pickled in liquor, it's a little t- a little tough to think. Yeah, I should. saw the decline of Mr. Leahy. I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just one of the best. One of the best. Um, now tell me the uh, that, that speaking of Ted Wheeler, this brought up this for me, and this is something we've been talking about for a while. And uh, I know for all of you out there, Oregon news is it used to be boring news that nobody cared about, but now that we're the uh, headquarters of American communists, you know, uh, fallout and and the sign of things to come for all the other uh, great states of our nation that they want to collapse. Uh, Oregon news has become really popular to follow. And this is a great popular piece of news that we've been telling you is going to come for a long time. And it is upon us. So this is exactly what we've been saying for months. Uh, Portland has basically decided to be the breeding ground of the woke supremacist domestic terrorist movement. They chose that. That's what they wanted. The, the yeah. Woke supremacist or woke supremacy movement. I like that one. That was a good term I picked up this week. And um, they, they're basically, we told you they were going to be on the way to be in the next Detroit. And here's why we were telling you all this downtown, we're going to revitalize. We'll rebuild. It's the COVID. It's like, not only do you use the pandemic scandemic hoax to collapse the businesses and take away people's rights and usher in your, uh, your medical martial law and your tyranny, what you did by allowing the rioters, you know, the brown shirts to march around and destroy things. I thought to myself, you know, okay, so how many people are not coming back to open up their shops downtown to revitalize what's beautiful Portland is just for the reason alone of having the government step in and turn their asset into a liability by, you know, basically destroying their business. Then what, what, what are, how many of you are going to also fall off? What percentage is it, is is it going to increase for those of you that have been victimized by the brown shirt army, you know, the woke supremacist army, um, destroying your stuff over and over. And these people, they destroyed the Democratic headquarters. And I was making this point with Nick earlier. Even if you are Nike and you pump hundreds of millions of dollars into their commie campaign and you're and you prop you're up literally Kaepernick. printing, you're literally printing Black Lives Matter jerseys. If you're yeah, a company right? literally printing Black Lives Matter jerseys, you're still getting canceled and, by these pieces. And what's the first store they break they break into and they loot and they steal 
all your stuff. You thought you bought enough commie points to avoid the wrath? No, they're so anti, you know, basically, well, we know what it is. There's the burn, loot, murder movement, you know, and a lot of that's it's an opportunistic, you know, anytime there's chaos, anytime there's riots, there's people who are going to take an opportunity to steal stuff. But it's also this, this the leftovers from the Occupy Wall Street movement. It's this amalgamation of this new woke, com- woke brand of communism, which isn't your Stalin. This ain't your grandpa's communism. This is new. And so what you have is these people will attack their own and they'll take out the Nike store. They'll smash it up. They'll take the Jordans. They'll take everything. It doesn't matter how much you've tried to sidle up to these people and what's going on now. This is the big piece. We told you no, who's going to insure these people. You can't open a business in an area that's, that has that much chaos and uncertainty. You can't have a business without insurance. You need to be able to insure your employees. You need to be able to insure your, uh, against theft against damage. And I thought to myself, okay, so what's the long play here? What's the benefit of the state? in doing this and collapsing the private retail economy. I get it. There's a consolidation of wealth, consolidation of power, nationalization of everything, right? Distribution of goods, housing, which we've seen, they've stepped up the communistic housing uh, um, measures here in Oregon, basically canceling all, you know, rent Mm -hmm. uh, payments, you know, and and turning anyone that's a landlord, turning all of your assets into liabilities. And what's going to happen is basically a slave plantation owner. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They're the same. I forgot. (laughs) That's that just sounds like, a, you know, what a what a piece of crap. And so, yeah, just trying to suck out any any attempt at building generational wealth or anything for people. And so now if you can't insure your business, then you can't rebuild your business. So no matter even if you were like the, the you know, basically, what would you do in it, it, it down there? You were doing like a wine and paint that was like all exclusively a, 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 a lesbian slam poetry and scrabble in the evenings with a coffee house vibe in the daytime. Handicap parking your- for Subaru. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the works, the, the worst business in the world, and it doesn't matter. No, uh, you, you have become uninsurable in that business space in that part of town. So what's going to happen? How much do you want to bet they use our tax dollars well, to, yeah. to go ahead and lease those spaces and make mm-hmm. them housing? for indigent and or, or some sort of you know what you're going to see is yeah you're just going to see more implementation of more communistic measures and more of the state basically gobbling up as much asset at, at, at space as they can in, 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 in whether no matter what part of the market you're in but in that in this particular space we're talking about is actually real estate real actual office space store space and repurposing it for you know their they're weird, weird, super woke, super communist agenda. And so it's, it, it, that's what's going on in Portland right now. And it's coming to a city near you. If you let your city become Portland, you need to stop this stuff and you need to stop it good and hard, man. You can't let this happen in your town. I'll tell you what Kate, Kate Brown's going to do before we get to that point though. I guarantee you're going to see this some form of business insurance for minority owned businesses only. Yeah. Oh, that's what's going to happen. Because, because remember, they took the um, the the some of the COVID bucks, some of the uh, the the federal relief money, and diverted it to black-owned businesses only. Yeah, you had to prove you were black by sending in a picture of your driver's license in order to get the money. Yeah, that's right. And they were um, they were they were on it. That was in Washington, I think. No, it was this- here. Oh, yeah, well, they did that here too. Oh, and in, the, oh. in Washington, there was more news that came out just this week. And I, I can't find the piece, but it's definitely up on the website. And they were talking about specifically like al- almost all the federal funding 
associated with their scamdemic pandemic, you know. COVID. Oh, that was last week. Yeah, that's why you can't see. That was last week. I remember seeing that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Was was basically handed off to um, exclusively. 100% of it that at the state level that was distributed was it distributed to super woke agendaed companies or, you know, yeah, you had to prove people. you were progressive enough. Yeah. Business owners. And so as long as you were aligned ideologically with the commiecrats, uh, um, then you, you were allowed to be, you know, continue to be financed. So these people that are waging war on your lifestyle and literally want to see you lined up in ditches and, and pushed over with dirt, they're funding them with your tax dollars, with your grandchildren's tax dollars. Those are so over leveraged at this point. It'd be your great, 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 great grandchildren's tax dollars, but they're, they're financing them to continue to attack you with your own money. And they're exclusively freezing you out if you're a conservative American, and this is that's a, that's not a color issue. That is a uh, ideological issue. You know, it's it's absolutely disgusting. I mean, they're they're. <laughs> I can't believe that you can actually look at it, look at it with a serious face, try to say that your skin color somehow changes how heavily you were affected by the lockdowns and the uh, and the egregious government orders. You know, and in, in, uh, did you see the thing this week um, where Ryan Gosling is going to play, you know, in a biopic, the uh, Malcolm X? And you know what? What? No, that's not true because people would be freaking out. Oh, okay. But you know what they're not freaking out about? They're not freaking out about a black actress being cast as Anne Boleyn. Because it's perfectly fine to what do they call it? They call it whitewashing history when they feel like they're not proportionately over proportionately displayed in media. And but they don't call it blackwashing history when they try to rewrite every single, you know, like major historical figure and recast them or and and do their what is it revisionist history thing with media and cram it down your throat when they're casting black people to play. Uh, white historical figures. When that was that's what they're doing with the the Lord of the Rings remake. They're doing on Amazon. No, no way! Oh, I haven't even heard about this. Oh, yeah, I can't do remember. Tell, it. sir. Oh, do tell. I can't. We'll have to look at the cast list maybe for next week. That might be a fun one to go through. But the um, yeah, man, the Lord of the Rings Amazon remake is like, dude, like two white faces in the Fellowship. <laughs> like, like it's pretty bad you and it's what? like you know I mean, like at this point, I get it's, it. that's so comical make it this tyler perry's lord of the rings there you, go. Ed, there you go fine do it eddie murphy plays everybody um yeah. <laughs> be the best i yeah. would watch that actually. i would but like and here's, here's what my problem is with it really more than anything all right you want to remake lord of the rings all right cool let's remake lord of the rings if you want all right you want to make one or two you know have some racial representation make a black dwarf a black aragorn whatever cool like let's do it I, i'm all i'm all for that man you want to make i believe it was seven out of the nine members of the fellowship black mm. really really that's how yeah. far we're going to go with it. I mean, our, I don't know. I, maybe this is just my, I live in a rural area and there aren't, you know, there's it's just a bunch of us stupid, dumb, you know, deplorable white rednecks around here. But, uh, but I'll, I'll, are black people really that into the Lord of the Rings and fantasy and elves and stuff like that? I did. I was always kind of the impression that they thought that stuff was a, that there was a minority of them that liked that, but they kind of thought it was stupid. I mean, 
even if they think it's stupid, even if they're really into it, it's like, man, the what's the I, I mean, what's the market share for that? The point yeah, is, yeah, if you're yeah. making something like that, aren't you a bean counter at some company? And you, you figure profit margins matter, but these people are like bad gamblers that just keep doubling and tripling down on. Well, let's do Ghostbusters, but all female. Let's do Terminators, all female. Let's do Ocean's Eleven, but we'll all female, and they That's fail every is time. It? Huh? Are they really do an all female ocean. Oh, they 11? did a female oceans. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I mean they just can't. Let's do Star- the Force is female with well, Star Wars, right? Let's yeah. do Star Trek Discovery and make it woke Star Trek, so everyone fucking hates don't it. Talk you about know, Star it, Trek Discovery on this show, sir. Yeah, well, <laughs> only as a pejorative. It's it doesn't like a bad exist. word, right? It doesn't exist. Yeah, That's it's, <laughs> it's 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 rough, man, because they do, and then they they uh, venomously attack the fan base and it's not because like I, I, we have great strong female Ripley and uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character in Alien one of the best female action hero roles ever done male or female the Alien series is fantastic especially part one and two Kill Bill with Uma Thurman one of the most believable and incredibly told female action movies uh, and so it, it isn't a problem it's the problem is just having you just cram your woke garbage yeah. down our throat. That's being, the, and people actually reject their their they they categorically reject that kind of inauthentic pandering. And it's especially when you're using a beloved property that we propped up and held dear, and it and it doesn't feel true at all. And so I, I always wonder who are the, with these bean counters that you know are going. Well, we got to have the perfect demographic. We got to have a balance of female. Right now, the new thing is so Hollywood says we can't be put up for an Oscar unless we have a uh, quota casting yeah. that has fifty percent black overrepresentation in the film. And and it's like, man, at what point does a company just go? You know, forget it. I'm liquidating all of our film equipment. Fine. I'm 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 Universal. I'm whoever I'm. Out. I'm actually gonna. I'm. I, why sit here and slowly lose everything trying to make movies for China and 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 woke Americas? It's collapsing. Um, it doesn't matter. I I can I can basically just get out of this game right now. It's like well, trying you to pull a stock on its way down. Just get well, you brought rid the, of it. You brought the China thing, and that's exactly the point. Is a lot of these movies are made purely as whether it's a Chinese propaganda or other propaganda, it's just purely as propaganda. But you can't uh, do it both. Like they, they had to remove the star Wars character because Flynn people be, because, from the poster art, because yeah. the, the Chinese are so race. They hate black so much. They had to remove him from the poster to sell the mood, to sell star Wars in China. Well, and it's, and it, and it gets to the point too, where um, what's going to end up happening. Because, let's, let's face it. The movie theater is dead, whether it's the, the, the China virus or yeah. even really before the China virus stuff, the movie theater was dying. They were like, Oh, we'll do the cool recliner chairs. And some people were into it, but overall like movie theater revenue has been down for years. And the, mm-hmm. the China virus is wiping them out completely until they, they hugely change the experience. Movie theaters will not come back. So here's, what's going to end up happening. I think in the next few years is that this woke, culture movie crap isn't going to work for people anymore and they're not going to make any money off the movie theaters anyway so i actually think what's going to happen is you're going to see a rise of uh like the kevin sorbo types of the world who are going to either build their own studios fund their own movies do their own things and you're actually going to see a um hollywood collapse in some form of I, I could say a conservative hollywood but honestly man i just i want a nonpartisan hollywood i don't want a conservative hollywood I want to. I want to enjoy my media without politics. I don't want to see politics and weird messaging and white male hate in in all of my media. I, and I don't want to see. Um, 
I, I don't want to see conservative po- political propaganda in my media either. I want to enjoy my media for what it is. Not- well, yeah, there's some stuff that I'm I'm perfectly fine with it having a strong philosophically conservative or even uh, like a Unitarian style, you know, message. And, and a lot of that exists in stuff, especially in science fiction. It's mm-hmm. super philosophical. And in Star Trek, you know, they have a lot of that. But, but for instance, um, when a show is clearly there's no point in making it a in making it political like a little action movies like that'd be like recasting the expendables with an all black female and and indian and chinese tie cast yeah it's like dude there's there's no reason for that this is a this is an action movie well and then if you're you know females don't even like action movies like that they really don't that's why they don't market them to them typically and they're trying to say oh well we don't need men if you don't you know they always have these actors and this people who the writers and the directors are like if well if you don't like it, this movie isn't for you so shut up stupid white well, male they're and like, then they why go are on Twitter. Revenue so low why yeah, is exactly. so low <laughs> when you've pre-alienated and it and you've like tried to basically say that we you know open up your wallet and shame watch this you stupid piece of shit and we're not going to do that and so and then they raise against us for their failing efforts and and it's it's a super weird you know yeah and so for things like that they're designed to be apolitical i want that content that's the stuff that i categorically reject i'll sit down and soak in a message or something if it's well thought out and has meaning and i'll look at all sides of their little argument about whether the message is that you know it could be a a film about a downtrodden you know um a really earnest hardworking uh a, a young mexican guy that snuck into the country but he lives almost his whole life working hard here and you know, just trying not to get deported. And then maybe the message of the film is that, you know, this blanket, these blanket rules, he gets deported or something like that. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's like, all right, I see the point of that film. The, the character invoked an emotional reaction for me. His story was, was gripping. And, and I can, now you've made me side with this character in this particular argument and you've actually humanized the argument. That's perfectly fine, but don't try to bring like social, social justice, woke politics into the expendables into anything i mean to, or the the remakes the, the remakes to take something that was already good or not good or whatever to take something that was already made and make it woke for the sake of being woke is just it's not even it, it's not even that it's um that it's just disgusting to watch it's that it's weird and it kind of it to me it kind of triggers those little the, the the 1984 alarm bells of kind of the rewrite the rewriting of history where it's like oh well no we don't have a white Lord of the Rings anymore. We have a Latinx Lord of the Rings that you can watch now. There never was a white Lord of the Rings. It was always the Latinx Lord of the Rings or, or whatever the fuck we're going to watch now. Oh, and speaking of, of, of uh, this, this is, it made me think when I talk about legal immigration, I got to jump to this. This is a big one. So, uh, you know, meat puppet Biden, pedo Joe, whatever you prefer to call him, as long as it's not president. Uh, he's basically decided to start automatically bussing people into three major areas. And and I think that's a decoy. I actually, I know that's not true. They're going to be being bussed in and mass into different cities as they show, because basically what we heard this week was that uh, the message has been sent out to the other countries uh, that had previously had immigration moratoriums uh, in place and that was being enforced at the Mexican border coming up from South America, that the doors are open and come back. And that came out through the wire this week that the Biden has actually put out a message to the government, begin, begin marching forward and come and come on up. And the, so the illegal invasion is going to continue 
And they said that they're sending them first. This was this was just you know the big public the hit piece that they that they sent out. Not the hit piece. I mean, it was just like the big talking point was we're sending them to El Paso and Brownsville, Texas, and San mm. Diego. And so they're going to be doing major drops. And so look for a lot of viral video coming out soon of people hitting these cities and basically getting bust in and dropped off and uh, at bus stops and trucks. But stops. it's all, it's going to be just women and children, right? Just the, uh, just <laughs> yeah, the people course. who really need it, you know, just, just starving just, babies just, with just distended starving. bellies, you know, the kind that they show in the commercial where they want you to send rice to Haiti or something. Yeah. Like that. But don't look at the, the 40 uh, military age men right behind them. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not, not a big deal. Those are, there's no racist. Syrians on that there's, bus. There's no <laughs> Syrians. There's no, no. Syrians in Mexico. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's right. Told me that, that it's a, that there is, absolutely no al-qaeda trying to sneak into america through the mexican border because that um, fucking fiction factory is really they don't weird. they don't want to be here because we're we're too progressive for them and if you don't if you're one of these people that believes i just so you know if if you haven't looked into this look into who started snopes who the founders are what it is and where it came from there's a really great bunch of like expose on these people and it is not what you think it is if you weren't already keyed into the chain of custody vis-a-vis the fact-checking industry how it works who pays them the partnerships and handshake deals that they make with social media corporations or big tech like google for instance on and and uh the kind of what would you call it it's you have to equivalent like Google to basically a mafia member and the uh, Snopes and these other fact checking entities like the shell corporations that they use to try to bonify their illegitimate dealings and then vouch for them as if they are legitimate dealings. You know, it's like having a dirty lawyer in your pocket that's always saying, hey, my clients, what are you talking about? My client wouldn't censor anyone. My client would, hey, you know, that's all, that sounds fake. That's a, And basically just someone who's paid to fucking be the, the scummiest, sleaziest liar in the world for you and just back your play no matter what. That's what Snopes is and that's what these fact-checking people are. Do not ever let anybody tell you, well, Snopes says that the, you know, whatever. You want a recent, want a recent example? That was fun. Oh, I love it. Go for All right. It. So Capitol Riot. Remember January 6th. Oh, uh, they kind of love that term too. Capitol Riot. Capitol Riot. Uh-huh. The, uh, the police officer that was allegedly beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. So the original source of that article, of that, that statement was two, um, uh, you know, really reliable, but anonymous sources at the New York Times. Uh, CNN goes nuts with it. MSNBC goes nuts, nuts with it. BuzzFeed, you know, all these, uh, all these fucking news agencies go nuts with it. And you know what I noticed they were doing and Snopes was doing this too is so, so Snopes will use, uh, I'm just throwing out article names here, but Snopes will use CNN as a fact check. And then CNN will use Huffington Post as a fact check. Yes. And Huffington Post will use Washington Post as a fact check. And Washington Post will use, uh, go all the way back to whoever I said first as a fact check. Yeah. Lying um, through consensus. Yeah. Lying through consensus and the create this circle, what I like to dub the circle of bullshit. Um, and, and, and they'll, pr- and they'll just propagate this. And then when you actually go and look and say like, Hmm, what actually happened to this officer that was beat to death with a fire extinguisher? Oh, well, his brother came out and commented and said, he texted me the next day and he was in high spirits. And then he had a heart attack three days later. Crickets. Crickets. Absolute <laughs> crickets. You can find what's really funny though. And I, I, I thought about posting it to the site, but I can't do it. Um, there is a CNN article out there that, 
corrected themselves, but it's like buried in like the eighth paragraph of this like giant story. Oh, yeah, right. And it's like one sentence. It's like the, the, uh, the death of the police officer is yet to be corroborated by medical officials as blood force trauma. It's like, yeah, because he had a heart attack. You know? No, it's like every time the CDC admits that, you know, that they try to roll back some huge stat that's like tens Dude. of thousands off oh, and then they yeah. bury it deep in a CVS file, like an, basically an Excel format yeah. file. Yep. And then you have to sift through mountains of data and you have to know how to use Excel and sift through data to find where they, and it, and or like it, now, it is, when they changed the brutal. PCR, they changed the PCR cycles on oh, January 19th yeah. or 20th or whatever. Like, look guys, the virus is going away. Isn't this great? Yeah. When you change the definition of a case to uh, a, a much less sensitive definition, yeah, you're going to have less cases. That's, that's how testing works guys. And, and, and and with well, your the science with, is we're just you know the science is growing and we're learning as we go oh you mean you're learning about the fucking common cold virus and you're learning about how to use a PCR test that's been around for a long long time or you, or you, you just waited, figuring that out or you waited till the day Trump was out of office to change it just just, <laughs> just coincidence guys it's just I know it's so weird it's just so weird and I, I get laughed at and we get laughed at and fact checked by Snopes and other ilk when people say that, no, this whole, the, all the hype around this, this China virus is purely a political move to, to destroy the right populism movement and specifically Donald Trump. Um, and it didn't work because Trump won the election. What did work is stealing the election uh, or it's worked so far. Um, know, I could more accurately fact check people with Babylon B than they can me with mm. Snopes. Well, cause at least Babylon B usually has one or two senses of truth in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> some iota. Some Snopes, will, Snopes will literally go to say, so the other day, Biden said, what did he say? He said something to the effect of, uh, when we got into office, we didn't have a vaccine. Uh, there's, I'm paraphrasing. That's that's what he basically what he said. We got into office, we didn't have a vaccine. The dude is on camera getting vaccinated before January 20th. Yeah. yeah and Snopes said, Snopes said, oh, well, people are just taking his message out of context. By him literally saying we didn't have a vaccine when we came in, we're taking that out of context. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's insane, and I mean, it's just going to continue. the The media is now going to be sycophantic to the president because he's their darling child. It's back. We're we're Obama's third administration. That's what we're at. It's this the third Obama term. Yeah, it is. And it, well, it, but it's worse this time. Like at least remember o- Obama at least touted he had this whole thick thing. And this is a great time to get into this. That we'll just, this will segue right into what we want to talk about with Texas. It, mm-hmm. uh, Obama even did the whole uh, natural gas. We're, we're going to get rid of, you know, the nuclear. We're going to get rid of coal. Just natural gas, a clean burn. What happened to even the Democrats touting the natural gas as clean burning answer to the green energy <laughs> movement? Because it worked too good. <laughs> that's really what it was because, because you the natural can't gas art- artificial scarcity with that movement right and you can't bring in energy collapse and management which is all about that's one of the key pillars of their population control and agenda 3030 or 2030 plan i specifically remember this i can't tell you the date but i specifically remember listening to Infowars on a day one of the days where they started realizing how much natural gas was in texas and alex jones said they will start to divest away from natural gas after this Oh, and look where they're at and now. Look where they're at now. Folks, and that's just how it Nick, goes. Tell the good people of America what happened in Texas this week. Well, uh, man. Oh, man. I mean, oh, you man. don't have to start with the harp machine. 
You don't well, have see, to go I was there. Gonna, I was going to ask you about the heart machine. So like, let's, all right, here's what we do know, right? It's this crazy weather event, whether we want to do heart machines or no, this crazy weather event, uh, which basically a, a, a polar vortex. Like it's a huge, huge, huge. Yeah, we were hearing about weather. it a couple weeks ago that it was coming down and it hit. Yeah, yeah it was, we had warning. Like we knew it was coming, yeah. uh, which, and so what, what do I got here? Um, where do we start? Let's start with the windmills. So the windmills failed. That was the first the, the first bad thing. So Texas's power grid, and you can find uh, you were talking about data and stuff earlier. You can find all this this data on ERCOT's website on the Texas like their their energy management website. They basically have about twenty percent. Who's so. who's ERCOT? ERCOT. Oh man, I cannot remember what they. Well, stand you don't for. even remember the acronym, but what's their function? Uh, they are the for those the, that don't know the. Um, uh, the emergency or not emergency, sorry, the, the energy, um, like the energy like organization. A, yeah. Like, they're like the energy management. Yeah. yeah. They're like a, like a, a department of energy for Texas in, in a way, like mm-hmm. sort of, um, fun, fun fact too. What was it? I think you were showing me that three of their members don't live in Texas. Yeah. They're, they're, board they're members? They're the electric reliability council of Texas Thank you. Just for all those teetotalers out there that what, well, you know, I don't want any, I don't want any letters you know, saying that we don't do our research here at centralcommandreport.com. And if you you want to mail a letter, you can mail it to one, two, three, four, kiss my ass street. Um, You know, and I use Google. So I, I, I will look that up with street view and I, I hope it isn't what it sounds like it is. Well, it is. Um, So basically on what, what, what happened was um, the, the windmills failed. And so the windmills failed, and, they were, and Texas's power grid relies about twenty percent of their their use capacity on the windmills. The windmills failed because they don't do so good in cold weather. Not just because of the the blades were not treated like they're supposed to be. You're supposed to treat the blades. Um, and the what also happens? What happens in cold weather to batteries? Lee, you're the you're the expert. Well, the, you get this thing called diminishing returns, or you get cell failure. You just just complete cell failure because we're talking about degrees in the single digits or below zero Fahrenheit. And <laughs> yeah, so a lot of co- times when a battery is completely discharged to nothing and, and and it's exposed to extreme cold like that, then you basically you'll get cell failure. No, go leave go leave your uh, like uh, if you have an external battery pack or an extra cell phone or extra tablet or something, charge it up, leave it in your car overnight. Look at the battery of, uh, at the in the morning. It will be much lower than it should be just for sitting out in the cold car overnight. And if you can keep it charged and keep energy flowing through the battery, you can salvage some of its, uh, some of its life and some of its yeah. basically what you would call its ceiling and its ability to its capacity to recharge to full 100%. Um, but if it drains all the way to a full discharge and then it's left that way in those conditions, yeah, you, good luck recovering that bad boy. Yeah. And it's, you you screwed. It's done. The battery's toast. It's over. It's done. So now a, to fix this problem, uh, Texas is going to have to spend a crap ton of money on new batteries for these uh, these windmill generators. And so normally, what, what would happen in a situation like this? You say, okay, well, we don't obviously rely 100% on wind energy. That would be even stupider than our current situation. We rely about 20% on wind, 10% on solar, and then the rest kind of fills in with nuclear, gas, uh, and uh, uh, coal, and others. So what would normally happen is, hey... Uh, we got this problem coming up. We know what's coming up. So we're going to get the coal generators ready. We're going to get the natural gas generators ready. We're going to get the nuclear ready. We're going to be ready for this so we can flip things on at a moment's notice because to get a coal generator working to 100% effectiveness can take like 48, 72 hours. Like it's a long time to get that coal generator working and moving in the heat and the, and the efficiency. Did you say coal generator? Or coal... Um, no, no. I mean, that just sounded so racist. I wasn't sure. That's what I heard you say. That's, well... That sounds like dirty white man power. 
dirty white man power. But well, it, what's uh, what's <laughs> what's so stupid about the 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 hate on on coal energy is it's oh it's polluting and it's horrible and it's putting all this crap into the air. The coal the coal is so overregulated. There's <laughs> basically no toxins in coal smoke anymore. It's like CO two water vapor and then like barely barely any uh, uh like sulfur and nitrous oxide and a couple other chemicals but stuff that's like minimal and so what happened is uh on february 12th uh greg abbott governor of texas said like uh hey guys we got a problem here it's coming the freeze is coming it's gonna be really bad we need to figure this out uh imminent threat of widespread severe property damage injury loss of life uh you know hey it's gonna get bad we know it's coming uh was not a surprise and uh and so ERCOT, the the uh, electric board said hey we need to get ready for this. We need to get the backups ready. We need to be ready to cover for this. It's going to be some problems, um, and, and it's going to it's going to be a rough time. So, what does the Department of Energy do? The Federal Department of Energy. They come out with uh, Energy Order Number. Remember this number: two hundred two dash two one dash one, which basically, in so many words, they say, "Yeah, yeah, you guys have an emergency of a problem. This is this isn't going to be so great." But uh, for those that don't know, Texas has their own independent power grid. But if Texas wants to um, turn on their, their coal generation and, and pollute, if Texas needs to pollute in order to save people's lives and keep power on, they must use their imports and their, oh, what was that keyword we had? And demand response resources first before activating the coal generators and before using the natural gas and before upping their nuclear capacity. They must utilize all these others that will just pollute less. So basically what you have is this gangrene agenda, this climate change agenda, this absolute bullshit that is climate change is what's causing Texas, uh, uh, the Texans to not have power right now because Texas was forced to, um, under, under penalty of arrest, actually, uh, of the, uh, of the ERCOT officials and the governor himself, um, was forced to use all the renewable, uh, uh, imported energy they could before using their own energy grid. Well, now a couple insanity. of the things that came out about the ERCOT too, is it, it is a board of individuals that are, that were originally appointed positions right on this energy management mm-hmm, board mm-hmm. for Texas. And they have the right to self appoint anyone to the board. So the board <laughs> votes to self appoint nice. new board members. So, I mean, this is like the croniest of the croniest capitalism. It's very similar to the way that like companies like Enron were ran. No, this is, and, this is Enron round two. That's the, yeah, that's, and that's what people are calling it's Enron 2.0. And you have people on the board that are like, you know, people who are appointees of Gretchen Whitmer, you know, old, old Whitler up there that wants to see energy collapse and famine and, you know, she's and great see for all Texas's eat cake. She's good for Texas power interest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what? A good I choice. Think, yeah. Whitmer for president. Right. Ooh, and yeah, so man. it is, it's like, you know what you have. And so you have this super corrupt um, system and these people that uh, we found out almost, I think it, what they were saying, something like four fifths of the board members don't even live in the state of Texas. And you have people like commies from California deciding what the energy management policies for Texas should be when Texas had a robust, you know, grid. It may not have been because nobody really has a really great grid. That's uh, what would you call it? EMP fortified, but at least it had stable energy. It wasn't this intermittent, you know, soy powered energy grid. And that's what, that's what their new proposal is. And I'm going to be, this is fake news alert, but I don't care. There's the next wave of energy. is going to be soy powered and it's going to, it's going to be, it's, it's, we're just making up things and we're just, you can say anything we want. It's the future. And because it sounds great and it's, 
it's going to work. I'm that's it. I'm patenting soy powered energy grid for America right now. Anyone that, you know, that yeah, I get royalties. What's insane about all this too, is it, it's as soon as it came out that like the, so let's correct some fake news, right? The, the cause of all of this devastation is not, you can't point the entirety of the blame at the windmills. Most of the blame, yes, lies at the windmills. There's a bunch of other oh, mismanagement it's, it's issues. It's slow, like, walking the yeah, people exactly. down this Green New Deal yeah, path yeah. toward energy collapse. It's- holy shit. You try to say the windmills were a problem in this situation? You can't. You cannot touch the golden calf of windmills and green energy. You cannot. Mm-hmm. The windmills are perfect. They are all holy, and they will save us all from devastation of green or of, of climate change. Which, by the, I don't know if you saw too. Uh, John Kerry this week said we have nine years till the climate catastrophe. I think yeah, he like, said that so nine how, years ago. Uh, what's the deal? Here's the weird. Like, uh, what would you say the the mental cognitive disconnect of a leftist and their thing about green energy and nature and this? Uh, so we can't have dams because fish exist, and that we you know, and it interrupts the fish. The fish is even. It doesn't matter if there's fish ladders. It doesn't matter if the dam's been there for 200 years. Well, it doesn't even matter. What if do you fish. call a natural riparian zone after something's been there for 200 years? Whatever state it currently is. What do you what you want to rewind it to the Paleolithic era? Like, oh, we need to reroute this entire river to back to Cincinnati from Oregon because we're pretty sure that's where it used to be when Pangaea was fucking originally formed. No. So if if, if dams are bad because of fish, how come windmills aren't bad because it kills? Uh, the bird, every creature is precious. We can't have a single creature die or or be even even somewhat inconvenienced because of the yes, because of the needs of us disgusting, filthy carbon-based life forms that need energy. Mm-hmm. So if we're inconveniencing the fish, well, what about the all the birds that get chopped up because of these things? That's How because, come that isn't bad? That's because birds are racist because they poop on black people more. Uh, you know what? I knew it. I knew it. Bird supremacy. Bird supremacy. Yep. Yeah. It's, and, it, and, uh, it's the true also, underground fight. And the solar panels, you hear, remember uh, the, some of the stories, and this was still years ago, um, about the ma- the massive arrays that they were doing, and I think it was one particularly in Nevada, and they said that the light reflection off of the mm-hmm. super arrays that they were putting out there were superheating the air and the jet stream where planes were flying over, and oh, it, it was actually, they were causing uh, birds to combust because they were flying over these uh, massive superheated, like basically, what'd you call it? Um, you know, um, uh, uh, square miles of airspace and they were dying before they could make it through that superheated zone of airspace. And sometimes what, you know, it looked like spontaneous combustion. They're actually just cooking, you know? And so you're actually cooking birds flying through the air because of solar. Isn't that so, so uh, that's it. So, you know what? Dirty human carbon-based life form, just go walk into the ocean and drown yourself, please, because, you know, the only the only pure creatures that deserve to exist on this earth are billionaires and fish and, and well, pretty birds. What's funny is whenever they find like a, a, a like more renewable source of energy that actually works, they abandon that more renewable source of energy. Like take nuclear, for example. Nuclear is very safe. Very, very safe. Has very little uh, pollution that comes out of it. Has very little issues with it. Um, but we can't do nuclear because it's bad. We can't just do it. The um, They have... Um, so you can take the, uh, obviously you have solar panel farms, you have solar farms. They have, um, what are they? Are they called like thermal towers or it's either called thermal towers or solar towers, or basically you have this tower in the middle of a bunch of mirrors and all the mirrors point the sun to the sun directly at the tip of that tower. And it heats the point, the top of that tower. You have metal inside of that tower and the convection currents of that metal turning generate power. Those things generate a shit ton of power, but we won't build them because they work too well. Yeah, and they also have some new chemical technology that they're working on. Like it's basically like chemical fusion for uh, yeah. for gen for, and it's it, it's in the thermal 
And it's what you're talking about, which is in this new category of like thermal electric generation. And it can create uh, a difference in the, uh, in the, the way they sectionalize the tower. They can create like a thermal reaction that creates a temperature difference that can then actually um, charge. Yeah. And you just ride, you ride those convection currents. Yeah. You ride those convection currents of that, but they won't pursue it because it works too well. And the point is not to say I I I don't think people understand this uh, that well. The point is not to to save the environment because they've been saying that the environment's dying for the last what fifty years. I mean, in the seventies it was global cooling, then it was global warming, then it was global cooling again in the late nineties, and they flipped back to global warming with uh, uh, Al Gore's inconvenient truth crap, and now we're just climate change because they're, none of their narratives are working. We're well, on yeah, a uh, ice age. We we're moving into an ice age. Like we're moving into the ice age cycle right now with the way that the, the solar cycles work and the way the energy work or not the energy, the, um, the overall climate cycles of the earth work. We're moving into an ice age. The climate is changing. Are we well, there's a reason on the, like even in Texas right now, right now, and even in your local news, if you're a local news guy or whatever it is, whenever you watch the weather, they always say this thing and key into this because it's fucking important. And when they say something, this is the hottest day on record yeah. July 20th since da 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 and they'll tell you a year and it's always like 1920 hottest day on record since 1920 and so by and 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 it's and this and they use stats like that like the current Pete, you know, they'll use a, they'll use a scare. They'll say, this is the coldest down record or the hottest down record. So look, that's evidence of climate change, but they always have that little burb after it. And it's since some day, like a hundred years ago, when they started temperature recording and, and it's been, it's all been put down on the farmer's almanac and get a pit, you know, get a hard copy of that because they love re- retooling data on websites and trying to skew this stuff. And we, they've been caught in some serious scandals. Noah has actually been caught in a scandal of manipulating data for uh, global uh, temperature trends. But anyways, um, so w- it, it really w- it kind of blows their argument right out of the water when they're immediately telling you, if you listen carefully enough, that it was as hot as it was today 100 years ago. So We've you're never not doing anything to contribute to that temperature. It's okay. Yeah, it's been you know? the first time it's been 120 degrees since 1924. It's like, okay, so what you're telling, what you're saying, what you're saying is the earth, the average temperature of the earth has not risen enough to get over 120 degrees since 1924. Yeah. Well, you know, it's because they just had all those dang, all those dang big diesel truck. I, what, what excuse could you make? I can't even, well, they, I can't fathom. Well, because they don't have any excuse. What they, what they use is they use like, they just want that constant bombardment of the next new of that next yeah. twenty minute. Or they call it the seventy two hour news cycle, and but because of cell phones and stuff now, the attention span so much smaller. I almost call it the thirty second news cycle. It's just whatever you see as you scroll Facebook must be true, and it's the only thing that matters, and that's the only relevant. They don't look past the headline. You know, don't do no, any how research. Dare you. Yeah, you, what you know, whatever Big Brother is approved for you to see at this very moment will be the truth. Oh, the sky is orange. Oh, and you scroll to you scroll down, and in twenty minutes, oh, the sky is green. Okay, whatever you say, overlords. Well, it's like they what they do, and the the overall climate change agenda is not an agenda for climate change. Enough people have bought into it to, that they feel like they're, I, I guarantee you, AOC thinks that her Green New Deal is actually going to help people. She is stupid enough to think that, um, and she actually, I think she actually believes what she's doing is right. The climate 
change agenda, the gain green agenda has been pushed so hard on people because it's a really effective tool to cripple the economy. Why does the guy, John Kerry, the man who is so outspoken about climate change and so outspoken about how we need to cut off fuel, cut out all fossil fuels, go to only renewable energy, yet that is the man who flies on a private jet every single day? Well, you know, because and all these guys do it. Because he's better than you, you filthy, pathetic. Well, that was, I actually think that was his excuse. He got asked by a reporter. Yeah, there was something in it. No, was, he literally it was like said, when he was I'm on John Kerry. Don't you know who I am? I'm John Kerry. Of course, I'm I literally fly. a supervillain that flies around the world trying to destroy everything. Don't yeah. you know who I am? And, and you notice none of the left complains about how China destroys the environment. Our air quality over here, uh, you know, obviously in Oregon, we have some problems with wildfires, um, but our air quality in, in the United States as an aggregate is the best in the world. China's is by far the worst, but we won't call out China for destroying the environment because. I probably oh, no, they're racist. allowed to build coal plants. Mexico is putting coal plants <laughs> online. Everyone's allowed to put new uh, stable energy grid uh, has, is allowed to expand their stable energy grid based on their precious, beautiful natural resources that they have, except us. Yeah. You know, and, no. and you can't have that. You can't have it, America, because then you would prosper too much. Like that's and 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 you could try to Mexico, go ahead and put the coal power plants in, but don't follow all these environmental regulations. Those are silly. You don't need to worry about those. But oh, oh America, you better <laughs> there better only be CO2 and water vapor coming out of that coal plant or I'm coming after you. It, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you're right. I mean it is. It's it's a big piece of it's a, it's a big piece of their Agenda for the collapse of America, frankly. Well, and I don't think people like people really need to conceptualize this and really understand what happened here in Texas. The Department of Energy, it literally made it so people cannot get power because of climate change. Yep. That's what they said. They said you cannot use your your sources of power that you have in your state, Texas. The power plants you've built, you cannot use them because we reactivated all these uh, all these environmental rules from the Obama year that Trump got rid of. We reactivated all these rules that now you must use your 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 imports and your uh, your other sources of power. Well, and and you know what? Lucky for them, they all allowed everyone to come in and install those great smart meters so that they could turn the power on to all the, by the way, there was, I, there, there's a lot of footage of this that's come out and this is great. And I hope that they see this because this is the effort to demoralize you. This is the effort to make you know your place as a peasant because they turned all the power on to the essential mm-hmm. businesses and essential areas of town, which meant some of the nicer neighborhoods And some of the big corporate buildings that are empty because they won't let anyone go into the building to actually work. You all have to, you're a stupid peasant and you have to stay home and hide in your hide from fear from the common cold. But we'll turn that building on to show you that we'll expend power to to power an empty 40 story building. And you will sit in your home and freeze because you are not essential and it is it's just training you and so it's incredible and with that limit demand feature and they've come out with all these great excuses oh we're allocating power we don't have enough to it'll collapse the grid if we try to turn it all on so we're doing our best to at least give power to people intermittently well i'm sure i know exactly what you're doing 
I yeah. bet you it would have collapsed the rig because they weren't ready for it. Had yeah, they well, been ready for it and had they had the governor, the governor Abbott should have been screaming this at the top of every mountain and making it the biggest political issue that everybody was going to lose power if we don't disobey the Department of Energy. Nah, but you know what? Abbott and Rick Perry and all the rest of them Hold that on, have they, been they in Texas, yeah, yeah like they, they were they were getting their little pat on the back yep. from their from their Green Deal overlords and you know, as a good little for ushering their state into this new, you know, basically you know soy powered grid and so what did we uh, say last week don't meet the left in the middle stop meeting the left in the middle stop it they they always move the middle go just go find any news broadcast from eight years ago or or however many years ago you want to go and compare their viewpoints then to their viewpoints now they are always moving the window stop meeting them in the middle I know. And that's, it's true. The Texas got walked right down this, but I'll tell you, if there's ever an argument, there really is. If there's ever an argument now for Texas to get into it, to, to mm. really kick off a secession movement, this has to be it. I this mean, it's going to be, if, if this order makes it into the mainstream, if this order gets out to the public consciousness, uh, it, it will, I mean, it'll be brutal for them and Texas will attempt to leave. Dude, you know what ended? And did you see some of the frozen pipe stuff that came out of there too? Like all these people, they they aren't accustomed to the cold. They don't understand when you're without power and you're without cold. You need to go ahead and try to, to you get out to your pump house if it's a pump house, or Fill the bathtub, go to your water heater. Yep. And what you got to do? Open up your your water lines. Open up your sink so the water can even if it's freezing. Try and let it expand out. Don't leave all your faucets turned off and have it trapped in the pipes and expanding in the pipes and causing bursts. And they don't know this stuff. And so like some of the, there was incredible Dude, footage of water yeah. damage in all these homes. I mean, a lot of water. And so it's like, wow, you know, he said these people are just so unprepared because they just, and, they just don't know. And part of me is like, and I was seeing that too. And it's like, part of me is like, man, you guys got to get your shit together. Come on, Texas. But then I thought about it and reflected a bit. And I'm like, man, they've never seen anything like this. Like even our, you know, not snowstorms, but our, our snow dustings that we get out here, they kind of devastate society around here for a bit, but we're, you know, guys like you and me get ready for it. You know, you, you, you cover yeah, the, the Pacific pipes. Northwest is more accustomed to yeah. handling a good snowstorm, but man, in Texas, they don't get anything like, and it wasn't just the snow that was affecting Texas. It was just the level of continuous cold. It was like, man, it was just so cold with no break in it, no sun, no nothing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of get it, but also it's like, man, all right. You know the power's going out. You know big weather storms coming. Fill your bathtub with water. Leave a faucet open, and uh, and and keep the keep the house warm as long as you can. And don't, by the way, they've been having a lot of people in Texas. I can't believe we have to say this is a public service announcement. Don't idle your car in your garage, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It's tough. I the cynic in me wants to you know wants to say something a little bit uh, distasteful about people that make. But you know what? We all make mistakes. Um, and and, and we, I just hope that I'm when I'm fortunate, especially in my line of work and doing electrical work, you know. Um, it would be really easy for someone to be cynical about me if I hurt myself or made a mistake. And to them, that seemed it, it's stupid. And you just don't know better. And it's and it's, so it is. It's sad. I have to shut it off is. the cynic in me and no, be compassionate sad. and remind myself that these people, like you said, you just they just don't know. And then uh, you see innocent people. And what we're talking about, you guys, if you don't know about this story, it's on it's on the web page. Is that I think a mother and a daughter. Mm-hmm. It was to both of them. They were children. trying to warm themselves up in their garage in their car, and they didn't think to. And maybe the garage was electro had an electric door opener, right? A lot of garages don't have windows or whatever, and so they uh, they. they they asphyxiated in their car 
from carbon monoxide poisoning. I, I use this as a call to action too: is, is get to know your neighbors, people. Like know know who lives to your right and left if mm. you can. If they're, I mean, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, across the street, I have a I have an elderly woman who's a super super nice lady. She she brings me cookies sometimes. She's really nice. Yeah, um, she's she's a good gal. Yeah, and so when stuff happens, I go check on her. The guy next door, he's an older gentleman who's a retired bus driver. Uh, he's good on his own, but when when shit happens, I still go check on him. Check on your neighbors, guys. It's it's important. I mean, uh, I hate to say this, but even if they're a leftist, just make sure they're okay. You don't want that smell. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, man. And so, all right, I wanted to get to. Uh, we'll move on from Texas for now, because that was a big that was a big chunk of the show we did on that. But it was important. It's a big deal, and it's it's indicative of a lot to come. We're going to be talking about that more in the in the in the months oh, ahead. This is not over because that's it's it's yeah. it's this is a big big deal, and I think it's going to lead to hopefully um, reviving further reviving Texas's uh, independence movement. Oh, what's great though, like they they're lo- this lost them the the green energy argument. Yes, like that's whether they're the going to admit it or not, this. whether they're going to admit it or not, which they won't. This lost them the green energy uh, argument. The riots last year lost them the the gun rights argument. The um, the election fraud lost them the First Amendment argument, and now this is making them lose the green energy argument. It's great. No, they'll never stop, but it just means that a lot of people who may have been yes, what would you call trying to beat them in the middle are going to back away from those positions and hold their ground. Yeah, because now it's like, look, you, you wanted windmills, look what happened. Look what happened yeah. when we overregulate energy. But anyway, yeah. moving on. Uh, the in in the UK, and this is great. You figure they would know better than to do stuff like this by now. A uh, some police show up, and because the supermarket calls a guy for not wear uh, calls the cops on a guy for not wearing a mask. And some of these, you know, these UK, you know, COVID. But let's face it, these people are the scum of the earth. If you're a police officer you i know for a fact you know where the scumbags are like you know the house you know who the drug dealers are you you know you know where you know all who the, the bad actual guys are. terrorists are you know yes. the actual pieces of garbage are the I know. scum of the community and it's like and i i know because i see him in and out of jail all the time or i see him i drive through the area where i'm like man how come that guy's always you know i know he's a drug dealer <laughs> i see all the cars i see all the stuff and nothing ever happens to that guy and you're gonna run around and harass people in masks because my pension because you know oh it's well just like, doing my know, job How about i hope work that pension Hamburg? you know is good for you when you're burning in a lake of fire because that's where that you you are such an enemy to your fellow man you're the opposite of a brother uh, you're supposed to be a wolf that defends the sheep and, and you're nobody's actually gonna have, nobody's gonna have sympathy for you i mean a sheepdog that defends the sheep from the wolf uh, whatever yeah, i whatever. screwed I, that metaphor up but you, you know what i mean you got close but nobody's gonna have sympathy for them like when, when, when this finally flips on them, because the narrative of the, of the whole virus is already crumbling. I mean, it's crumbling fast, especially when they change the PCR test, but nobody's going to sympathize with these police officers. You're like, oh, I was just doing my job when I shut your business down. I'm sorry. Hey, you I mean, piece of shit. You know? uh, and so these guys go and they attack and they basically want to arrest this guy and they start confronting this old guy. And, uh, and they say, well, okay, if you're not going to wear a mask, what you need to do is you need to wear this yellow sticker what? and we're going to put this yellow sticker on you. That's awfully and, familiar. And you're going to have a visual representation of your uh of 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 the fact that you are non-compliant that you know and and that's a humiliation going, ritual it is and it's, it's like you know it's what it, it's all it's, about it's why they did the yellow stars and jews in 1930 it's, it's why they're doing it now it's the same fucking thing humiliation ritual yeah disgusting absolutely disgusting 
And so even though this guy basically had all the disabled credentials to get away with not wearing a mask, whether it's, you know, he really needed it. None of us really need it. So it's all bullshit anyways. But if you're playing by their little games and rules, right, then whether you really needed it or not, it didn't matter. He had the cred. He had the cred and he could go without it. But no, well, you're going to wear this cute little thing. And so we all know who you are and every and it's for your own benefit. That means people won't harass you. People will know that you're not a part of, that you are different, that you are Yudin, that you are forbotten, that you are, you know, scum and that you must be exterminated, right? That's where that that's where that logic. I can't believe that the that that's this, and I mean in Europe of all places that they're doing this. It's like, but I mean, I I I, I say that I can't believe it, but uh, also at the same time, I absolutely way. can. The the level of tyranny that the that the EU has brought to the you know the once independent nations of Europe that at least had some form of sovereignty before they signed on to their own miniature UN to basically go ahead and destroy their lives uh, methodically and through you know their technocratic systems of control as uh, you know te- as technologies you know, they become more prevalent in our lives as is, is almost unbridled, you know, they're a technocratic super state. And so this kind of stuff, you know, you look, when you look at guys like Tommy Robinson and what's been happening with free speech over there with him, um, it's, it's not, and what's been happening with the Syrian invasion and all that stuff. It's uh, and what's with the Brexit. It's not, I guess it's really not a surprise, but it's disheartening because this is, we're right behind him. We're right behind them in tyranny. It used to be Europe was like a few years ahead of us in tyranny and we'd catch up to them. It was almost like Oregon being behind California in tyranny. <laughs> like whenever California would do something, it'd be, it'd be coming for Oregonians in about a year, a couple of years. And they try to pass all that commie stuff there uh, here. But uh, yeah, you know, that, that was, was I mean, somebody's got to blaze the trail. Yeah, but this is a, that, that. So that's our foreign news for the day. But uh, I, we do need to move on to some of the biggest news. Uh, that happened and that's and that's rush yeah man that's well for those that don't know rush passed away this week uh age 70 battling cancer it's rough man like that's an icon like rush you and i are here talking yeah all right we're not we're not huge we we don't have millions of listeners thousands of listeners we have a decent amount of listeners but you and i are only doing this you and i only had the desire to do this because of what rush limbaugh started really like let's face it, the the um, the the Alex yeah, he, Jones. I I don't know. Is it appropriate to call him like the father of the of the modern conservative? Talk no, he is. Radio he was the, movement. He was, the, he was the first guy when uh, I can't remember the guy's name. The founder of Fox, um, Murdoch. Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch got all the radio stations together when he, when they started this rollout. Rush was the dude. He was the 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 trailblazer, the icon, the the man. He was going to be the guy. Um, I mean. Rush's listenership was was and is probably still at the end one of the largest listened to conservative uh, uh, talk shows in in history, and it's like man, I'm hearing rumors that they're going to replace him with sports. I mean, it, because you know, back to the back to the why do they make woke culture movies? Why do they do all this? Why do they intentionally lose money? Because it's not about the money; it's about the message and about squashing the conservative movement. My, I think what they're going to do is they're honestly going to to take Russia's slot, unfortunately, and and destroy it because they cannot have another popular conservative on radio at the level that Rush was at. Yeah, well, now it's a lot of uh, that. What we have is we have a decentralization, at least mm-hmm. with the with the podcast movement. But as we've pointed out, they're they're coming for us there. And part of that is also this new thing that they're doing, and and what this kind of bleeds into is they want to re 
initiate the what the, they're going to call it something else this time, but it's Operation Choke Point, which was this mm-hmm. old Obama era piece of of basically ex- uh, legislation, executive authority kind of thing that he was trying to pass, executive tyranny uh, that was allowed him to classify anyone as um uh as as like basically un deep uh bank and d platform and d person people and this was around back in 2017 and so you if you what it did is it allowed banks to group you if you were an ammunition manufacturer or uh ffl you know if you if you were a gun dealer if you were any if you're a conservative talk show host if you're a a, a my patriot supply you 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 know you're the kind of person that makes supply and prepper stuff they could group you in with uh, people that were doing credit card scams with Ponzi scheme you, companies you know and they de-bank you and de-platform you. Gonna and they're going to bring that back out and they're going to start coming after any of us, guys like me and Nick that have a website, even small time talk show guys that are local guys, they're going to be coming for all of us and they're basically what's going to happen is the first thing they're going to do is if you have an employer you know, you're a radio network and you're on there or you're a part of a larger podcast network like, you know, like uh, Stephen Crowder or Rush was, then they're going to uh, threaten to debank your company if they don't yep. get certain hosts off the air. And if you're an independent little guy like us, then they're just they're going to target us and put it and they flag you. It's almost like being on a no fly list and we'll be unbankable. And so I'll have to operate what off cryptocurrency completely. And then they'll tie my personal identity to, you know, it's not just going to be like my LLC won't be bankable. I'll be, they want to make everyone Alex Jones. They want to, they want to cancel all of us to the level that, you know, we're, none of us have anywhere to turn, anywhere to go, and we can't financially transact. And then they can go full digital and with you know currency happen. and take you out. I know, you know what's going to happen though is that digital currency is not going to work. It's going to be a bifurcation economy. Yes, I've, I've, exactly I've you've been repeat, you've always come back to that, and I always um, I stay, I believe you're absolutely right. Yep, you're going to have two parallel economies. That's I mean it's it's happening as we I mean we're seeing it with the gab thing. We're seeing it with the um, with the way some people are moving around on the internet. We're seeing it with the um, some the, the surge in the, the crypto movement. I mean it is we're going to have a bifurcated economy, and I don't know what that means. Like like I mean I don't know what the impacts of that are going to be. It's going to be really weird. Yeah, well, well, I don't think it's going to be amicable. They don't want to <laughs> let us not. go. I, I've said before, there's the rhetoric that the, the left is starting to use when we talk about leaving isn't. It used to be, well, go ahead and start your own payment processor. Go ahead and start your own social media. Go ahead and, well, California is going to secede. What are you going to do then? I know. And then all of a sudden you hear them talk. And so when it's okay for them to say, screw you, we're leaving, what are you going to do about it? But then you hear, and you can actually follow this because Twitter doesn't take down any of these commies and what they say. But when Texas talks, and whenever the Texas secession movement comes up, you start to hear the Twitterverse and the, and the socialverse and the big tech allow these people to, they, they promote them in the algorithm and they amp up the volume of these people who start saying no round them up and imprison them we'll show them no but they aren't going anywhere oh they think they're leaving that no 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 we'll we'll put them in re-education camp and they're openly calling for over and over and over for the re-education of conservatives the rounding up the the yellow starring of conservatives and it's weird that when there just a few years ago all the talk was california secession what does that mean for america when can you know they, were, when, if, uh, they said if trump won the election they were going to leave. Exactly. California was just going to leave. Oh, we're going to leave if Trump wins because of the hatred. 
No, and we're and uh, the the collective, you know, I think the collective voice from all conservatives is by, you know, that's yeah. the that's what I always heard. Wasn't like, you know, way we're coming over there and we're going to take you back and we'll lock you up in concentration camps and make you work in prison labor camps and you aren't leaving California, no way. No, not at all. Actually, no. it was the exact opposite. It's like, oh, you want to light your own house on fire and tell us we're not allowed to come in? <laughs> well, we'll stand out here on the lawn and watch the show. I believe. Um, I saw offers of like uh, conservative, like New York residents saying like, I will pay liberals to move to California after they leave. So <laughs> like, like a GoFundMe account yeah, go for anyone yeah. that wants to, to, to move. Yeah. The GoFundMe for the California secession movement, the largest uh, the GoFundMe ever created. Right. I'm hey, sure if, it would be. If any of the congressional members of the squad want to leave the United States, I will personally, personally pay for their plane ticket and their first month's rent. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, I, it, so it's really interesting, the rhetoric that's coming out. I mean, I know we don't have a lot of time to get to some of this stuff, so I just wanted to talk about this. We've got a couple minutes left. There's a lot of movement, and this is so weird, and we, t- we talk about this every week. All the movement around exposing election fraud, even at the level of the Supreme Court Dude. and states still doing auditing efforts, like the 177,000 people that were took it taken off of the vo- Michigan voter rolls. After the fact. Went- like, After what? the fact, when that was, you know, the margin of cheating was huge, but they they claim they claim they oh, they won by just over a hundred thousand. So this one hundred seventy seven thousand of voters removed from the rolls. How many of those do you think were Democrats that voted? Mm, that voted this year seventy six thousand nine hundred ninety six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, how come we haven't seen? A redeclaration of election results from Michigan. How does this? The mechanics of this okay? are so complicated. I don't understand. I well, don't understand and, what we do. With no, the it. mechanics just, of this are simple. The left does whatever they want, and we all deal with it. Doesn't it seem like that's the deal? Is it's like we we're doing whatever we want. Screw you. We're actually going to allow all this information to come out in the media that we and and it doesn't matter how many court cases you win that prove how much we cheated. Yeah, we'll go ahead and remove those people from the voter roll. Too bad. So sad. We're in charge. What? We're going to collapse the dollar. Collapse your economy and sell you out to the globalists and you're you're fucked you know the the, uh the uh was it arizona the arizona senate had to pass a law so they could audit the maricopa county election they had to pass a law to enforce their own laws like it, it's crazy, and no, I, it's, uh, it is. And there, there's stuff moving. I think that was it. Was there stuff moving from uh, what was it, Michigan uh, to the Supreme, so the Court, Supreme today, Court, Georgia, yeah. and so one other what, state? Uh, Supreme Court today had conference on PA, Michigan, Georgia, um, and basically what it seems like is going to happen is if they have anything to say about it, it's gonna they're going to release some statements on Monday, the twenty second. Um, what I find the most interesting, though, the media is absolutely silent on this. Not yeah. even, no, not even like, like there's only big a hype early in the week, not big hype, big hype on the, on the media sites that you and I follow where we get some real news, yeah. nothing ever at all. That was like Sidney Powell, Linwood, you know, or whoever to yeah. present cases this week. We heard about them going for presentation and actually I haven't heard anything on gateway pundit or town hall or any of these other great sites. Uh, if they yet. were just going to deny it on, on standing or procedural or whatever, they would have already done it. I think, um, it's so it, I'm not I'm always willing to inject a little bit of hopium into the masses, always willing to to throw out that little bit of seed of hope. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to see everything flipped, but I think we're going to see some interesting things from the Supreme Court. And if they if they deny everything again, what's going to happen is it's going to wake up even more people. Yeah. 
I mean, that's really what's going to happen is it's just going to piss off people even more. And it's, I'm um, obviously, uh, you all know what I want the results to be of those, <laughs> those Supreme court decisions, even though I don't know what the consequence is going to be when, if, when, and if they declare Biden illegitimate, um, so we'll see, but definitely, definitely keep an eye on a uh, SCOTUS blog is pretty good. A pretty good place to keep an eye on that stuff. No, one of the only other pieces that news that I won't get into right now, but I'll promise you guys we'll jump into next week is the re- reemergence of Trump because he's out, he's doing interviews, he's back on the mm-hmm. scene and, um, and he's talking and there's some interesting stuff coming out of there. So we'll be look forward to catching up with you guys and, um, and talking about Trump next week. We can, we can summarize most of the Trump. We, you want to summarize most of the Trump movement? I can do that for this yeah, week. Yeah, go for it real quick. Uh, yeah, well, before we go. The Trump movement this week was essentially fuck bitch McConnell. Yeah, and well, and also <laughs> he got on and yeah, that, that was, you're right. It was, and, it was basically and, and, fuck and, the GOP establishment. Like, yeah, and at the risk of, of, of over, you know, oversimplifying, I think that's good enough for now. And we'll yeah, get into we'll the hit details. It. We'll hit it. We'll get some of his statements pulled up. They're pretty, they're pretty fun to read. Yeah, they are. And he's got a good interview, even though I'm not promoting Newsmax. He does have a great interview on Newsmax right now with, I think, Greg Kelly, who is one of the only, you know, honest people left over there, apparently. So we'll see. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, yeah, he's it. Well, the fate of Newsmax is, is about sealed, in my opinion, but we'll see. Um, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. All these stories and more available on centralcommandreport.com. We'll keep the website updated. Uh, Fire if- your socks. Yeah, bye. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and take a look at the merchandise. We got some cool stuff out there to wear because it's cold outside and we got sweaters and everything. And anyways, uh, you, you fund the liberty movement. And uh, as Alex would say, but thank you. Thank you. You got, got the great, greatest audience in the world. And we're, and we're proud to have you guys as listeners. And, and uh, we're proud to be out here fighting, fighting on the airwaves for you. And we'll keep doing our job th- and, uh, and, and trying to save America. So, Nick, I, I, I don't have anything else. All right. Thank you. Good night.